This is Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast. Episode 121, Heaven Only Knows. Heaven Only Knows is the first track on the 1986 album Balance of Power. The band changed its name again, returning to the full name of Electric Light Orchestra. In a 1986 issue of Soundcheck, Jeff Lynne said, Heaven Only Knows is about trying to be nice to people, or women, whatever context you look at it in, and just trying your best but never quite succeeding. In the October 2007 liner notes for Ticket to the Moon, the very best of the Electric Light Orchestra Volume 2, Rob Cager wrote, Five years on from time, and Lynn's final ELO album of the 20th century had moved the band beyond their familiar orchestral style. Drum machines, sequencers, and synthesizers may have powered the hard-hitting rhythmic sound of Balance of Power, but, heaven only knows, was ample proof that Lynn's melodies were still on the level and as strong as ever. An alternate version with a mix of some different lyrics and bridge was recorded but not released until the 2007 remaster of the album. I'm in heaven! I'm Eric Winsenson. And I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And heaven only knows... Well, no, we we, uh, we kind of know why this album came out. Uh, yeah, yeah, we, we, yeah. we do. For the same reason that some of your favorite actors appear in movies that uh, you're wondering why in the world this got made. It's because somebody told them to. Yeah, there's a legal document forcing them to take part in this or to make this. Your name's on this piece of paper. Do it. So I guess if you gotta do it, you gotta do it. And so you get there in the studio, you hammer out the songs, and, well, in a lot of cases, things have not always been the most... uh, listenable sometimes very entertaining but not the most listenable right metal machine music i think there's a lot of people who could think that could go about any way <laughs> well it's a good thing you personally, said personally i like parts of it but uh yeah hearing white noise for four sides of an album can get to people sometimes yeah yeah but the one thing i can say with jeff lynn is i don't think he knows how to make something completely unlistenable well, not since the first album, anyway. Well, that was Roy Wood, mostly. Uh, <laughs> that yeah, was responsible I, for some of I that stuff. I guess you're right, yeah. <laughs> if you're talking about the Battle of Marston Moor, that was not Jeff Lynne's idea. No, it was not. But this is... Uh, generic. Mm-hmm. Poppy. Mm-hmm. Very 80s. Mm-hmm. At least catchy, though. If you can open an album, well, might as well just open the album with this. I mean, I'd probably put it on a playlist and listen to it. It's not the greatest thing I've ever heard. I normally think this is sounds like Jeff Lynne produced somebody else. It's obvious Jeff Lynne production, but it's 
not very Electric Light Orchestra. It's maybe Jeff Lynne's song. I know Richard Tandy's on it, but uh, and Bev Bevan are on it, but... Other than that, it could just be Jeff Lynne's solo, or these could be songs that he just gave to somebody else to perform. And, well, it's not bad, but it just has that feeling of, gotta get it done. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure if anybody who's been paying attention, even though I try not to give spoilers, I've not been looking forward to getting to this album. So played it last week for Madeline to hear it so she could say whether or not she likes it, hates it. What does Madeline think? All right, here we go. And, uh, oh, oh, I liked it. (laughs) I kind of really didn't see that coming because in my head I'm playing it and it's just kind of, yeah, it's, it's, it's there. It's credited to ELO. But, uh, when it started, it was like, I, 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 I like it. Yeah, it's it's really happy, poppy. It it is generic 1980s hyper synth. What guitar is buried in the background, deep in the background, but it's the Jefflin magic. He knows how to write a catchy song, even though I'm not like super crazy about the delivery. But I liked the song. I do like the middle parts uh, where Jeff is bouncing. <laughs> Like I said, I, I mean, it's generic and everything, but I could definitely see myself listening to it again. I wouldn't throw it off of a playlist. I'd probably play it on the show, to tell you the truth. It's, it's just not, it, it just doesn't remind me too much of ELO. What does remind me of ELO, though, is the alternate version <laughs> of the song. Or otherwise, in my mind, the better version <laughs> of the song. And why wasn't this the version on there? <laughs> Yeah, why it wasn't on there, I don't know. I don't know if Jeff changed his mind. From what I read at the database, it wasn't the religious thing at the beginning. Our Father, who art in heaven, I didn't understand. Who art in heaven, I had to change my plans. Although that kind of, I don't know, I didn't. I wasn't all that crazy about that part. I wonder where he was going with that, to tell you the truth. That, that's kind of the thing. What kind of path are we going down here? Yeah, he you, doesn't go anywhere, which is both good and bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was kind of hoping this isn't going to turn into a mid-80s Amy Grant. Uh, I know Christian Rock was starting to uh, get some attention back in the mid-80s, and I was hoping, you're not going here, are you, Jeff? Because, uh, I don't know, it just... I, yeah. I am mostly atheist, so saying that the Christian thing kind of bothered me isn't because I have my serious doubts about the existence of a god. It just seemed really out of place for ELO, because they've never had anything religious in their songs. I mean, other than the secret message to our dark savior Lucifer on El Dorado, played backwards, but... Other than that, there's I can't really think of a mention of God or quoting anything from a Bible in, in an ELO song. So it seemed out of place. Almost like sneakers in Game of Thrones. It's like, wait, what's, 
Should that be there? Yeah, no, I thought he was going to go... I didn't think he was going to go religious. I thought he was going to make some statement about religion. And uh, I was going, since when does Jeff Lynne make outward political and religious statements in his music? It transitions well. It does. But I'm, I'm, <laughs> I was just sitting there going, oh, please, please, please. No, everybody's done this. No, you're... <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. It's not. It's just part of the song where he's talking about people or women. <laughs> Either one. Yeah. Uh, does Jeff Lynn have a Twitter? <laughs> um, he does. I don't think he uses it. I think he's got somebody on Probably staff to Twitter for him. Because <laughs> mostly it's just promotion of ELO songs and concerts. Probably a good idea to keep it that way, especially if you actually write out people or women. Jeff- it sounds like something I would actually say just to irritate somebody. <laughs> yeah, the Jeff Lynn doesn't really do anything with social networking shows that he's smarter than most of us yeah we're not famous um i mean famous enough to get denise crosby on i noticed (laughs) but uh (laughs) other than that we're not famous yeah i'm i'm kind of torn about which one i like better i do like the catchy happy poppy which i'm usually not much of a happy poppy person kind of music of the uh first released version but i also kind of like the alternate version is darker it's a little darker i wouldn't say it's gloomy goth version but it's a little bit darker than the uh, Happy Pop version that was released. I wouldn't Ironically, s- it seems like he did more work on the alternate version. It really does. And as I was listening to it, that's another thing that made me wonder. Yeah, it sounds like he put a lot more work into the alternate version. And then he just shoves it aside and says, Nah, I'll do the top 40 kind of version of this song. I guess maybe after Secret Messages, he just kind of, you know, that's life as a recording artist. Everything he poured into, especially the end of Hello, My Old Friend, and some of the other stuff that was cut from Secret Messages, I guess it's just kind of like, oh, what can you do? Well, on the alternate version, the only problem I have is that the guitar solo is mixed lower. I like the guitar solo being more upfront there, especially since it's, a, it's actually a pretty good guitar solo. So, And it cuts through all that synthesizer stuff on the album version. Yeah. And they're both the same exact guitar solo, just one's mixed a little lower. I really like the chorus. It seems to go on for a few lines more than the alternate version. And with the alternate version, the chorus seems kind of like cut off. It's like, ah, it's done. Moving on with the other part of the song. And I wasn't all that crazy about the bridge in the alternate version. If you could turn night into day, I could stop it slipping away. There are a few things that are wrong with both, but yeah. I always kind of err on the prog side, even though neither of them have any lower end to them, which is always my complaint about 80s production. There are bass keys on those synths, you know. Some Somebody should have figured that one out at some point. Yeah, yeah. Got something to say about Heaven Only Knows? Then call the telephone line voicemail. 623-850-3375. Call now. It's time for a great line from ELO from this week's song. What's my line? Yeah. 
really knows. I really am. Heaven only knows. I'm trying to. Heaven only knows. Good on, everybody. It's me, Dono. Uh, Dono's dump. Dot .org and all that Xanadu shtick. And here's my rant on Heaven Only Knows. El Dorado, this isn't, as a critic originally said about balance of power, according to the liner notes of its reissue. Outside of the passage of time reasoning, you can take that many ways, as in bad, like Eric and Eric have hinted at, or not so bad, as with me. I never did like El Dorado, but I wasn't around when the Erics were picking it apart, so I'll just focus on it now. Circa 1986. Heaven Only Knows is an appropriate opener, exploding right into the elaborate drama as part of the group's sonic canon, providing the old flourishes remains, only without the digital orgy from the previous album. Jeff Vocals goes all out, Richard doing his part as the group's Mr. Magic Fingers, and it's good to hear Bevan's drumming and percussion antics again, much to his relief, I suspect. However, lyrically, the stress of keeping this ELO sound going through the 80s is showing its strain on Jeff. The last verse don't even rhyme. Mind price. If these words do manage to rhyme in another universe, I'm taking the wrong drugs. Well, I guess this was one instance of Jeff's method of pulling lines out of the air with a why not shrug that didn't match right. and here we are it's time for balance of power and I'm not going to apologize I know ELO fans tend to be divided on this one but I really love this album I know it's not in the same league as the new world record or out of the blue or even discovery or time but I've loved it from the moment I first heard calling America on the radio and I did not know they had a new album coming out. I figured they would at some point, but I didn't know it was coming out as soon as it was. And when I heard on the radio the morning I bought it that it was being released that day, I was a sophomore in college at the time. I rushed to Musicland after class and picked it up. Well, more about my feelings on this album when we get to the bonus tracks episode. For now, Heaven Only Knows, the opening track. I've always thought this song should be longer. In fact, that's really my only complaint about the song. It's, it's too short. When I first heard the album and this song ended, I thought, is that it? It's just always seemed to me that this song should have had maybe an extra verse, a bridge, a middle eight, an extra chorus. But as it stands, it's not a bad song. It's a decent album opener. For a while, I thought Calling America should have been the opening track, but if they did that, then Side 2 wouldn't have been that good. Side 2 really needs a strong song to anchor it, and Calling America is that. So I think Calling America is in the right place on the album. And as I said, Heaven Only Knows may not rank up there with Turn to Stone or Tightrope, but... It's a decent album opener, and it does set the tone for the rest of the album, where except for the ballads, you have 
bright, upbeat, up-tempo music, but often very dark and sad and depressing lyrics. Now, I know the lyrics to Heaven Only Knows aren't as dark as this album gets, so for those of you that haven't heard this album or haven't heard it in quite some time, uh, just brace yourselves. It gets darker from here, and so just want to give you a little bit of a warning on that. I'll talk to you next week when I'll answer the question that's been burning at the back of the Joker's mind for years. Why so serious? This is Troy. Like it? Hate it? What does Madeline think? Today, I'm telling you something about the song again. I like the song. I dance to it like always. I love you guys. Bye. Fainting into the bed. Wow, she liked it. Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group and spread the word by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. You can financially support the podcast at patreon.com slash ELOpod. Next week, episode 122, So Serious. <laughs>